This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's really interesting to think about. I just posted this poll on my Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. What do you want your favorite professional teams to prioritize? Loyalty or championships? Yes, sometimes they can go hand in hand. But often, the vast majority of the time, they do not, especially in a salary-capped league like the NFL. Of course, this goes back to the Michael Thomas contract negotiation. Certainly seems like the Saints are just about ready to ink their superstar wide receiver to a long-term extension. Let's bring on in Mike Triplett to talk about this, ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Saints every single day at ESPN.com. Be sure you bookmark that page, and you can also follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Triplett. Mike, what's going on tonight, bud? Not much. How are you doing? Look, I'm good. I think it's it's fascinating as we get further into these Michael contract uh, contract discussions, and it seems like um, it, it becomes more inevitable, Mike. Am I reading that right with every passing day that this deal is going to get done with everything coming out of uh, the Saints' offices? I think it will get done because I think the Saints have decided he's a guy they're going to pay, and they have not always done that in the past with skill position players. Obviously, uh, they did uh, – after much hand-wringing, pay Jimmy Graham and then trade him soon after. They traded Brandon Cooks before his contract was up. Uh, haven't really paid a lot of running backs uh, money. But I just think that um, Thomas is different, both because of what a special player he is, how well he fits in this offense, and the fact that they don't have a deep group of options behind him. They really, really need him more than they probably ever needed a skill position player on this team right now. So I think they've sort of, made it you know on the record off the record pretty clear that he is going to get another contract i don't think it's going to be that easy to complete though because there are so many receivers out there right now in similar negotiations including julio jones and amari cooper that i think all of them probably either want to say all right we'll sign it today if you give us like 21 million a year otherwise we want to wait and let the other guy go first and then we can top him with our deal I think whoever goes first is, is going to – I cannot believe it gets done quickly unless it's at least $20 million a year, which which ultimately might might be what it costs. And it seems like a game of chicken with, with those two because, you know, does Julio want to go first? Does Michael Thomas want to go first? And, and, Mike, I just – I don't know exactly when we're going to see that. I guess maybe this could drag all the way into – deep into training camp and, and into preseason. The one, I mean, in theory, Michael Thomas is the guy who really has to sign it because Julio is making like $17 million or whatever he's making this year. Michael Thomas is making like $1.1 million this year. Right. Yeah. He doesn't want to play without that new deal. Um, yeah, because Thomas is, or like Jones is going for his third third contract and, and Thomas is still on his rookie deal. Um but uh, but knowing how much is out there for him, yeah, he's not going to rush into this. He's not going to give a hometown discount. They're going to pay him what's fair. I, I said this. I made this comment. It's it's unbelievable that the numbers happen to be exactly what they were with Breeze's deal in 2012. At that time, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were the highest paid quarterbacks in the league at 18 million. Um, and right now, Odell Beckham is the highest paid receiver in the league at 18 million. And 
Breeze's agent was, you know, asking for like 23 to start with. The Saints were trying to keep it at like 18.5, then 19, then 19.2. And we were all just like, why are they doing this? Why don't they just say 20? That's where they're obviously <laughs> going to end up. Why don't they just do this tomorrow? I feel it's like it's pretty similar with the Thomas deal. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're going to settle on 20. That's kind of what we predicted for quite a while here. We're talking to Mike Triplett, ESPN NFL Nation reporter who covers the Saints uh, here on the last lap. Mike, does this feel like – is it a win-win? Is it a lose-lose? I almost feel like this is a lose-lose from a Saints perspective because you'd have a fan revolt if you didn't re-sign Michael Thomas. But the history of these big-time, high-paid receivers across the NFL, their franchises just aren't com- championship competitive almost ever. Yeah, but I just think the salary cap has skyrocketed so much recently that it's hard to look at history because you could probably say the same. Uh, I think the position that has skyrocketed recently is defensive end, pass rusher, edge rusher, uh, defensive line in general. And I don't think anyone's feeling buyer's remorse over like the $23 million deals that Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald got. And, you know, uh, I, I, I think that's probably a more important position than receiver or a harder position to replace maybe than receiver. But, um, you know, that's just that's just what the top guys are at, at multiple different positions are getting paid now. We, there used to be – it wasn't that long ago when there was talk of teams have never won with a $20 million quarterback before. Well, now we're having $35 million quarterbacks. The money has just become uh, too hard to wrap your brain around. You, you almost need to look at them individually, though. And, and I think right now Michael Thomas is probably the second most important person on the team behind Drew Brees and, and – I don't mind the idea of paying $20 million to the second most important person on your team, um, sort of regardless of what that position is. Yeah, that seems to be the, the common thought by people who cover this team every day. And, and now here's a really tough question, Mike, and I don't really know if, if I have a, a, an answer for this, and if I do, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed at the answer that I would have. But when you look at the <laughs> NFL specifically, because it's a capped league, do you think that – teams and I guess every team except for the Patriots do you think that teams are too loyal the value loyalty too much and that's costing them frankly costing them championships because if you go back to the Patriots they're the most disloyal franchise in the league but they're also a franchise (laughs) that's won you know six championships yeah I don't necessarily think that's true though because I think the Patriots are sort of famous for doing everything and people think they do it well like I mean everybody thinks they're the team that trades down in the draft so that means trading down in the draft works and uh, they get rid of their veterans uh, you know early so that means getting rid of your veterans early is the right thing to do Um, I just think the Patriots know how to win and so you know it's sort of you know revisionist for people to think everything they do means that's the way it's supposed to be done um, I think there's a lot of teams that, that cut their players early or demand that they take pay cuts. I mean, the Saints have been pretty pretty savage. I, I, I don't remember a lot of contracts that I'd say the Saints have signed with guys, their second or third deals, where they paid them for too long and they were too loyal. I mean, I'm just thinking back now to, like, letting uh, Carl Nix go. Uh, actually, it hurt them the year that they let. Vilma and Will Smith and Jabari Greer and Roman Harper and, you know, Malcolm Jenkins all go in the same year uh, and actually hurt them. So I think I think you would find in most teams' history that they can be pretty cutthroat. If a guy's not worth his salary anymore, that guy's usually gone. 
Yeah, it's a great point, which is why the, you know, the Michael Thomas contract negotiations are intriguing to me because they never even thought about paying a receiver even closer to this much percentage of the cap. And, and one more, Mike, yeah. as we approach the, the end of you – know, I get, well, I don't even know we're approaching. I guess we got four weeks left, but it seems like it's tomorrow. We're going to approach, <laughs> approach the end of the summer break. We are the training camp. I mean, we are going forward – Toward it, so we are approaching. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You're like you know, where everybody's taking vacation because we can now, and then it's like, oh boy, yeah. here we go. We got, got a couple of weeks of vacation, then we're back at this. But uh, any areas of this team that you're the most concerned about as we enter training camp? Yeah, well, look, we just talked about one of them um, last year. Michael Thomas caught 125 balls. Alex Smith caught 81 balls, and no one else caught 35 more than 35. And that was Ben Watson, who's gone. So. I think we're, you know, I think Jared Cook looked really good in shorts in OTAs. I love the the signing. I love the fit. Uh, but I think we're heaping a lot on a guy who has, you know, pretty inconsistent production in the past. Um, I think he needs to step up. I think Ted Ginn needs to step up. I need some. I think someone from that group of Traquan Smith, Keith Kirkwood, possibly a healthy Cameron Meredith. I, like I want to know who's going to be catching those passes in this offense, and, and I don't know that they've completely answered that yet. And I still wonder about the, the pass rush. I think it was the strength of their defense last year, but they let Alex Okafor go, and that was a guy who played about 65 75% of their defensive snaps last year. Um, and, and they didn't really replace him with anyone. And uh, then Sheldon Rankins is going to be missing for the first half of the season probably. Uh, and he played at a Pro Bowl level last year. And I like the Malcolm Brown signing at nose tackle, but I don't think they replaced Sheldon Rankins with a pass rushing defensive tackle. So I, I think the pass rush went from a great strength to a big question mark. Uh, real quick, Mike, do you, do you have any timetable estimates for Sheldon Rankins? I've heard middle of the season a lot. Is that about right? Yeah, I mean, the pup list makes perfect sense, which is um, that he would have to miss like the first six to eight weeks of the season if he begins on pup list. Um, or if he starts on injured reserve somehow, then he would have to miss eight weeks. So that just makes sense for that to be the timetable. Um, it, it sure doesn't look like they're considering having him be ready sooner than that because we didn't see him on the pedestal. We didn't even see him running alongside with trainers. Um, so I, I, I would I would assume he's a guy that's not going to play in those first six, seven, eight games. Gotcha. It's Mike Triplett, ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Saints. Bookmark that page, and be sure you follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Triplett. Mike, thanks so much, man, and we'll see a lot more of you here in a few weeks. I hope this uh, next four weeks goes as slow as possible. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Drag, <laughs> drag it out. Uh, <laughs> there he goes, Mike Triplett. Always enjoy the conversation. If you want to hop on in, 504-260-1870, and our text line is 870 870- 870, a text from the 504 saying, trade Michael Thomas for two number ones next year. Well, maybe you have a situation, an Odell Beckham situation, where things go poorly. I think that's the only way this would happen. You know, Drew Brees, he drops off. Maybe he retires. You don't have the heir apparent here. Maybe they do pull an Odell Beckham and find a suitor where take on his contract. It's certainly possible. Well, back after this on the last level. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.